Hey, y'all. So when I decided to do this little podcast to help us finish up the semester, I really wasn't sure that I wanted to do it. Um, I tend to overthink stuff like this, and I probably because I kind of care too much about what other people think, especially think about me. So putting my voice on a recording that people can access if they want to feels a little weird. Uh, But a friend of mine encouraged me that, you know, we're all in this season together. We're all going through similar things and to spend a few minutes reflecting on how scripture speaks to what I'm going through in the middle of this is what will connect with other people because we are in such a similar place. And I think he's right about that. So here's what I'm going through right now. I am super anxious. I really am. I struggle with anxiety in general, um, like many of us do. And at some seasons, it's um, more prevalent than in others. Sometimes it feels pretty paralyzing. Uh, Kelly and I got to attend a conference last fall on anxiety. And I really love the way one of the speakers talked about anxiety. They said that um, anxiety is tells us that something bad is going to happen to someone or something that I care about. Does that make sense? I think it feels true. Anxiety is this this feeling. It's almost like a voice that that says something bad is going to happen to someone or something that I care about. But the thing is, sometimes anxiety is truthful in that way. I mean, we really do live in a broken world, and anxiety is sort of a response that we have to the reality that we live in a dangerous and broken and sometimes very difficult world. Well, I'm anxious right now uh, because, well, (laughs) the obvious stuff, right? COVID-19, the semester ending like it's ending. Um, We just spent, uh, the last two nights have been very long and very difficult nights. The tornadoes that came through this area two nights ago had us in our basement with the girls in the middle of the night and so we didn't sleep very much and then power has been out in our house for the last day and been dealing with that all morning today hopefully we'll get power back um scripture talks about anxiety and uh, this next section of philippians paul talks about anxiety and actually he gives two remedies wouldn't you like that two remedies for anxiety The two remedies, and we're going to spend today and tomorrow talking about this. The first one is prayer, talking to God. And the second one is God talking to you through Scripture. Now, these aren't Band-Aid solutions. Paul's saying, this is literally what you need to get through. And so the verses Paul writes in Philippians 4, verse 6, or at the end of 5, he says, The Lord is at hand, verse 6, so do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I find myself wanting to soften Paul's blow here, right? He's saying, do not be anxious. And I hear that, and I think of it as like someone screaming, stop it, stop being anxious, but he's not screaming. I think this is a very pastoral response for anxious people. He is being a spiritual father here. The other night when we were down in the basement with the girls, um, they were scared. 
we heard, you know, all the wind and the weather people, and they were saying, Clemson, take cover. And so we were taking cover and the girls were scared. They were crying at times, fearful of what's about to happen. I would not have been a very loving father if I just screamed, stop it, stop it, stop being anxious. Because the truth is, I was too. Like I was with them in this moment, right? That is not what Paul's doing. He's not screaming, stop it. Instead, he's saying, here's how you can be helped in this season. Don't be anxious because the Lord is at hand. In fact, Paul's only repeating what he heard from Jesus, right? Jesus comes along and he says, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life. What you, are eat, what you will eat or drink or what you will wear on your body is not life more than food and the body more than clothing. And he goes on and talks about, look at the birds and you can't add a single hour of your life. Do not be anxious. Look at the lilies and if God so clothes them, he'll care for you. And he has all these great things, but he says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you as well. Jesus isn't saying, stop it. He's saying, I'm with you. I'm with you in this. It's the Emmanuel principle. God is with us. That's exactly what Paul says. The Lord is at hand. The Lord is our Father. He is with us in the season of not knowing. He is with us in the season of wondering, is something bad going to happen to someone or something that I care about? One other little note on these verses is Paul says, The peace of God which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That's a really beautiful verse. And I love that the word guard is used here. I think Paul's got to play on words. Remember, he's in house arrest. He knows a lot about guards. They are with him. They keep him in. They keep him from leaving. And so now Paul uses the word guard and it says, peace will be your guard. Peace will keep you in. Peace will watch over you. Peace will keep you from going too far. It will hem you in. And specifically, it is the peace of God, the peace in Jesus Christ. It will guard your hearts and your mind in Jesus. And so we need to take our anxiety to the Lord. He already knows and He cares. And so in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. He's a good father who cares for you, who is with you. He wants to hear from you. And you know what? He wants us to hear from him. And that's the second remedy for anxiety, which we'll come to tomorrow. Hang in there, folks. 